Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> sick days. I want family medical leave. Glenn Yeltsin is against every one of those. He says election integrity is the number one issue. No, it isn't. Healthcare, COVID, education. Yeah, finally. Okay. All right, we're over. That's okay. it. That's Thank it. You. I gave you extra time. Come on, man. You should have asked better questions. That's Virginia's Democratic gubernatorial candidate, Terry McAuliffe, getting pretty testy with a reporter who pressed him on the vaccine mandates as the race for Virginia's next governor is in its final stretch. This is GOP opponent Glenn Youngkin rallies voters demanding accountability and sounding the alarm on a far-left education agenda. Joining us now with more from campaign headquarters in South Falls, Virginia, Fox & Friends Enterprise reporter Lawrence Jones, along with Virginia's gubernatorial candidate, Glenn Youngkin. Good morning, Lawrence. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Ainsley. Thank you so much. Got Glenn Youngkin here with me. Glenn, I want to pick up where Ainsley left off. You had the former governor, who's running your opponent, that walked off that interview yesterday, and the interview was about public safety and education. Why is it going this direction for him? Right well, he doesn't have anything to say about it. He, he failed when he was governor. This is what Virginians want to talk about. They're worried about their schools. And what did he do? He brought standards down and left us with a failing school system. And oh, by the way, we're at a 20-year high in murder rate. And when he was governor, the murder rate went up 43%. So not only did he not do a good job when he was governor, but he has nothing good to say about it now. Virginia, you guys got a big decision coming up. November, it's only, what, a couple weeks out now until election day for you guys. You definitely need to start straightening things out up in Virginia. I'm, I'm sure that D.C. does not reflect the rest of the state because D.C. is just a disgusting swamp filled with leftist socialists anymore. But you guys definitely need to be smart about your choice. Terry Luff got frustrated because he's finally being pressured to answer some real questions about things that are going on in Virginia. He doesn't want to talk about the school system. Look at all the problems they've been having in the school system. It's been a constant fight up there because they are trying as hard as they can to indoctrinate those children. And, you know, typical Democrat, right? Anytime you get a hard question, when you're not given those softball questions by CNN, MSNBC, any of their local left-wing uh, media outlets, when you're getting some real questions that have some substance to them that you have to actually give a real answer to, what happens? They either get angry at you or frustrated, refuse to answer, deflect, talk about something else, pretty much ignore your question, or do what he did. They just get up and say this interview's over and walk out because there's no good answers for any of the questions that they were asking him. He could not give you one realistic answer. You're telling me it's not about election integrity? Uh, I, <laughs> I say different. The 2020 election was the sloppiest election probably in U.S. history. So everybody should be focused in on election laws to make sure that our voting system is as secure as possible and people can continue to have faith in it. 
Beyond that, it is about education. It is about his handling of COVID. It is about mandates and stripping people of freedom. That's what it is all about. And I'm sure most of Virginia, outside of D.C., I'm sure most of Virginia probably agree with Yunkin. People don't want their freedom stripped away. People don't like this CRT nonsense in the schools. I actually did uh, my Rumble video this week. You could check that out if you want on Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. But I did a little quick shout out there to Condoleezza Rice for how well she did on The View talking about critical race theory. People don't want these things. The left seems to live in their own bubble of a world. They think that everybody thinks like them. Most people do not think like them. Most people want kids to enjoy their childhood. They want everybody to get along. They want you to judge people by their character. They don't want you to judge their colors. All of us want everybody to be peaceful, happy, intelligent, live a fun life, ultimately grow up, become good, hardworking adults, live a nice life. Most of us want to see some grandchildren running around and peaceful, freedom. That's what we want. People don't want what the left wants. The want, the left thinks that everybody wants and thinks the way that they do. No, nobody thinks the way you do. A very small percentage of people are as crazy as most of you people are. I think ultimately what it comes down to, the reason that he was acting the way he was acting, is he's scared. The poll numbers are so tight, there's a real good chance that he loses. And I think he's scared. So he's flaring up. He's trying not to answer any of these questions. He doesn't know what to do. And out of frustration, he just gets up, walks out, and says this interview's over. You guys should ask better questions because I'm just dumb. I can't answer them. And, you know, really, what does that say about you as a leader that you won't stand in there and answer the hard questions? You're not much of a leader. I mean, look at how they barrage Trump with as hard of a question as they could possibly figure to ask him. And he would stand in there for hours taking their ridiculous questions, knowing that whenever they run the footage, they were going to play pieces of it to make sure it was taken out of context to make him look as bad as possible. But this guy won't even answer questions two weeks out from an election on tough items that people need to know the answers to. People need to know these things. They're, they're going out to try to elect somebody and they want to know how you're going to run the state. And obviously, you're not going to run it real great. And it shows that you're a weak leader at best. So, Virginia, definitely pay attention to who you're voting for this time around. I mean, you guys got a lot against you. Look at Google. There was a report that came out in Breitbart that said McCoff's campaign has used Google's ads platform to insert its own headlines above links to stories from the Washington Post and Axios, headlines that neither news organization ever published. These stories are then pushed to the top of the user's Google search results as prompted links. Again, they're getting the assistance of big tech, just like the 2020 election. Everybody suppressed anything to do with the Hunter Biden laptop to try to help out Sleepy Creepy. Look at Zuckerberg. They just reported that he spent $500 million to make sure that Biden got elected. Google can shadow ban your searches. Twitter shadow bans most conservatives, especially conservative candidates. Big tech is always helping out one side and then they want to, oh, well, we're not doing anything wrong. Well, it's just the algorithms. It's always the algorithms. Well, who's creating the algorithms because they only seem to work in one direction and that's to the left. They never go to the right. So 
either somebody in there is dumb or you guys have an agenda, which it's pretty obvious which one it is. But even the Washington Post noted that the tactic that Google was using raised concerns. And for the Washington Post to say that, that's pretty big. Uh, the ads included titles written by the campaign, which are subtly different from the original search engine's headlines written in the publications. And it appears in the same format as the headlines would appear in the search result. An Axios article with the title, Virginia's Governor's Race Features Taylor Swift, appears in the Google search results, for instance. But, McCoff's campaign opted for a different title and its paid advertising link to the same article, and it was titled, Glenn Youngkin Betrayed Taylor Swift. Not even in the same category, but definitely designed to make Youngkin look bad. Because anybody who's a fan of Taylor Swift would automatically take that as a negative. As opposed to the first one was very general, saying that the race features Taylor Swift. These are the tricks and tactics that they use. So up in Virginia, I'm sure whatever news outlets are local, you got to really pay attention to what's running. Google obviously is on the left side. That's no big surprise, just like Twitter and Facebook and God knows a million other ones. But you guys got your hands full. Make a smart choice when it comes to this upcoming election. Your freedoms truly are at stake because you have that leftist governor in there. If you don't want these mandates, you want to live a normal life, you want to have a peaceful life, Yunkin would be the best guy to put in there. Because McClough, yeah, not so much. All right, let's take this conversation to Scranton. <laughs> let's talk about that sleepy, creepy, decaying, corpse, funky, nasty, old crumb bag dirt ball that's in Pennsylvania Ave right now that has no business being there. He's currently at home on another vacay. You know, he tends to go to Scranton quite a bit these days. Does he actually do any work? Nobody knows. And then you see all those other articles where he's in sets that are designed to look like he's in the actual White House, which is should also concern everybody. But with the way news is, I'm sure most nobody sees it. Uh, just like Hunter Biden, that story that I brought to you, I know this is a little off subject. We're going to get right to it though. Uh, that story that I brought to you about Hunter Biden's laptop and him and daddy sharing bank accounts and stuff, all the mainstream media ran zero minutes on it. So I'm sure most people don't even know that Joe Biden's working out of a set. (laughs) I'm just saying anyways, him and Scranton, he's trying to get together the moderates and the uh, extremists or the progressives or whatever they want. Me, communists. Let's just cut through the bull crap here. Communists, okay? So he's trying to work out their deal between the two sides and he wants to lower the price tag from the $3.5 trillion down to either $1.8 or one point, uh, excuse me, or $2.2 trillion like that's, you know, oh, that's great. Yeah, man, you cut $1.3 trillion off. Oh, it's so great. That's a, no. How about we want zero? We don't want your build back broke plan. Here's Sleepy Creepy trying to convince you on what it'll cost. The whole deal. They represent less than one half of 1% of our economic growth each year. Less than one half of 1%. And the cost of the build back better bill in terms of adding to the deficit is zero. 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 Because we're going to pay for it all. In addition to that, half of it is a tax cut. 
It's not spending money. It's a tax cut for working class people. It's about time, as I said, and I come from the corporate state of the world. Not a joke. More corporations are 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 in registered in my state than every other state in the United States combined. And I represented the state of DuPont, as they used to call it, for 36 years. I'm not anti-business, but I'm about just begin pay your fair share. Look, folks. Under this proposal and under this proposal, I'm, these proposals I'm talking about, I guarantee you that no one making under $400,000 a year will see one single penny in tax go up. Not one. <laughs> this guy is so full of crap that it's not going to raise your taxes. The sad part here is that most people do not have the time in their busy lives to read 2,500 pages of a bill that reads like stereo instructions. It's not like it's interesting reading. Oh my God, this is so exciting and adventures are going on or who did it? It's a mystery or a comedy. You're laughing. It's boring. They know this. They know most people don't want to read it in the way it's formatted. It's not formatted like a story. It's formatted like a document. So it is boring to read. I have to be honest with you. I have not read the whole thing myself, but I did read a few hundred pages and I really contemplated suicide afterwards because I was so bored. I might've went outside, got on my rooftop and did a head dive. If it wasn't for, I had four kids around the house, but he's lying. It's just a blatant lie. Taxes are going to go up on corporations, even small size corporations. Taxes are going to go up. He keeps saying 400,000. It's not 400000 for the individual. It's in the bill. It is 400000 per couple. So if you and your wife are fortunate and you guys make a couple hundred thousand each, you are getting taxed more. He is lying. Not to mention whether it's a direct tax or an indirect tax. Again, inflation hits everybody from the top to the bottom. Okay, the people on the bottom can't sustain a massive inflation because your your paycheck is getting stretched as thin as it can. So regardless of whether it's direct or indirect, you're still feeling the pain. Every time you fill your car up recently, do you feel the pain? Every time you go to the grocery store, do you feel the pain? I do. I, I'm a working class American, just like 90% of us are. If I'm feeling it, I know people that are above me and people that are below me are feeling it. Okay, it's a shame. And the fact that he's lying to you saying it's going to be no cost. Oh, half of it is a tax cut. Yeah, what a lie. Let's just, as simple as we can put this. Okay, free child care. Free health care. Free college. There is no way to pay that unless it comes out of you. <laughs> there is no way to do it. These big corporations, you think they're going to be able to handle all those taxes? Never. Not going to happen. 
As a matter of fact, the ones that have enough money will relocate to a different country where they're paying way less taxes and they're going to make way more profit. And ultimately, who are they going to come after to pay for these ridiculous programs that they put into place? You and me. There is no way to afford this. Everybody is going to feel the pain if this is passed. You're going to feel it immediately with inflation. The fact that they are lying to you and telling you that it will bring inflation down, they really think you people are stupid. And I'm included in you people. Don't think that I think I'm smarter than you. I'm just saying in general, they think you people are stupid. If you are spending more money, that's why inflation goes up. You're printing more. There is more there. Inflation's going up. You're not reining it back in. You're not, you're not burning the cash. So they really believe Americans are stupid. It's just like the border crisis. I know you've heard recently that they're flying planes in the middle of the night to New York, to Miami. They're dropping people off. During a press conference, when asked about it and saying that these planes are landing anywhere between 2 and 4 in the morning, Okay, or two and four at night, in the middle of the night. Jen Psaki's response was, well, I think that that's a little misstated there, uh, you know, in the middle of the night. What the hell is two in the morning? When the hell has two in the morning not been in the middle of the night? When, has, when did that happen that I didn't notice? That 2 a.m. or 4 a.m. isn't the middle of the night? Now, I'm an early riser. I usually go to the gym and get there sometime between 4.30 and 5 o'clock. So I'm up at that time. But I don't consider that the morning. When you get around 6 o'clock, that's probably the morning for most people. Some of us don't sleep as well as others, so we tend to get going a little sooner. But for most people, 6 a.m. is the morning. 2 a.m. is certainly the middle of the night. And they just play these word games. They think that we're all so stupid that you could make a statement like that and just get away with it. It's just a reckless statement. Like Joe Biden. Oh, no, $3.5 trillion is not going to cost you nothing. Are you in... What, what, what do you think... You, who do you think you're talking to? How stupid do you think we are? $3.5 trillion is going to cost us $3.5 trillion. And if it's 1.8, it's going to cost us 1.8. And 1.8 or 3.5 at this point doesn't make any difference because inflation is going to go up one way or the other because they're spending the money. On top of that, they're going to get their socialist programs put into society. And guess what? We'll never get them back out. I don't know if you know, Joe Manchin and Sinema are going to hold out. Nobody does. Up to this point, they have. But there's no guarantee they're going to for the duration. Yeah, they're willing to listen to a trimmed down version of this. To me, that means they're willing to sign off on it at some point as long as they are getting something they need out of it. West Virginia, Arizona, pay attention. If they sign off on this, if they decide to put us into some type of socialist, uh, neo-socialist society going forward, do not vote them back in. Joe Manchin has a pretty bad history of doing these things. That's why I think everybody's a little leery. Okay, Joe Manchin has had a history of acting like he's going to hold out. Then he'll work out a little deal on the side that makes he feels like makes him look good. And then he'll beat his chest and said, oh, look, I didn't let the 3.5 go through. I stood my ground and I only let 1.8 go through. <laughs> and 1.8 still destroying us. 
So pay attention to what these people are doing. This Build Back Broke program is the beginning of the destruction of freedom. You're going to quickly lose it after that. Our economy is going to begin to tank. It's not going to be immediate. You know, you hear the big uh, 2030, 2030. That's their goal. So figure it's going to decline rapidly over the course of the next eight, nine years. And America will no longer be America. Once it's passed, we're really getting to a point where you have to realize that our country is changing and it's changing for the worse, not the better. Uh, something positive that did happen Wednesday. They did take a vote. We filibustered their federal takeover of voting laws. So that was a big plus. You know, that they, that's twice they failed at it. It's not likely that they're coming back again with it. And if we can deflect and they, you know, the two people that say they're going to hold out, hold out on the build back broke, elections are coming up in November, next November. If they don't get it through before, let's say, the end of the year, maybe even as late as the end of the first quarter of next year, they're going to drop it all together because they're going to need to focus on upcoming races and we may skate by, in which case we definitely need to take back either the House or the Senate or both, which would be ideal to stop everything in its tracks. We'll see what happens. A lot of time, day by day, hour by hour, things change. So pay attention. Definitely listen to your news. Now's not the time to turn it off. Follow trusted sources. And if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. Would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to send me a message, littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section. You can send me a message. If you'd like to follow me on Gab, I am at the real little Joe. If you want to follow me on Twitter? It's at LJCONSERCRN. Otherwise, I hope you have a beautiful Friday. If you get a chance, check out my Rumble video. That one with Condoleezza Rice is pretty good. She did a great job on that in the view. Peace.